Hello and welcome to another edition of the Third Shift Football Podcast. This time, we're taking a look at all the offseason's biggest news and previewing the first couple weeks of the USFL. Because what else are we going to watch? Baseball? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Third Shift Football Podcast, where we stay up late to watch football games. But right now, Neil, it's the off right season. Because we Unless get to count s- the combine. Uh, the combine was fine. I watched a little bit of it. But uh, welcome back to the show. It's been a couple of weeks. I hope everybody is doing great, despite World War Three about to happen and gas prices going up, inflation hey, going up. Hey, hey, I don't want to think about that. That's no. Not- <laughs> I hope you're doing good. Yeah. We're going to talk football. Yeah. Not baseball because they hate the world as much yeah. as Russia does. So and, uh, we're actually timing this podcast using one of the stopwatches we got from the combine. Uh, I think we can clock in about a 10 minute episode. No, it's going to go longer than 10. There's a lot to unpack. Um, That's the joke. So we were going to record on when, oh, God, today's Wednesday. We we're going to record on Tuesday when the Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson news came out. Neil and I couldn't make our schedules work, and Lord behold, it's a good day we waited because we had another quarterback news. We're going to talk about quarterbacks moving and staying. Uh, we're going to finally talk about head coaches for the new new head coaches for teams that didn't have head coaches. We're going to talk franchise tags that have happened. There's going to be probably more as we go through the offseason to next week when the new league year starts. And then we're going to talk USFL because mm-hmm. why the hell not? And we have a favorite team. We'll tell you who that is when we get there. And we are going to you. ride with this team. Ride or die, day. baby. <laughs> team ride, baby. So um, let's start with the quarterbacks, Neil. I don't think it's a surprise that Aaron Rodgers announced to Pat McAfee, of all people. Congrats to Pat, man. His show is really fun to watch. Um, if you like entertainment, it's great. And they also have some good stuff they bring up. He told Pat McAfee, broke the news, I'm going to stay with the Packers. There's reports from a lot of people that we trust with our knowledge of the NFL, Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, uh-huh. that he signed for four years, $200 million, $158 million guaranteed. Rodgers directly told Pat, none of that is true yet. Take that for what you will. Neil, what does this mean for the Packers? Are they going to go all in now, or are this going to be the Packers? It, I think it depends on the contract because if it's the four year 200 mil, then yeah, they're going to go all in. They're going to, I know they've already franchise tagged Devontae, so they're probably looking at bringing him back. And yeah, that the, the pack are trying to get air in that second title because what's their better option? Their first round pick sitting on the bench? Clearly not. That pick's looking dumber and dumber each passing year. I mean, he's going to be in the league. They to get a second rounder for Jordan Love. I know if he's if he's if Roger stays for four years, it's gonna be a first use a first round pick on a QB. You're not gonna play for six years. No, it's just a bad pick. Either they thought he was going. I don't know. It what the main thing this does is one. It, the Packers are gonna be back next year. Aaron Rodgers is still an MVP candidate. He's one of the best QBs in the league, and he's they're gonna be a contender with Rodgers there usually, unless something systemic fails. But it also just puts into light the Jordan Love pick and how terrible that is. Poor kid, but that's eh, just how the Chiefs I, I think fall. the Packers made the right pick at the time because they didn't know 
if Rodgers still had it. Cause I mean, he didn't have a really good year that year going into the off season and then he's playing the best he's ever played. So yeah. I understand the pick, but they got to get something this off season. They can't wait. No, they, they need to either develop. They need to really need to boot up the development on him and hope Aaron's taking him under his wing, which. <laughs> no, I, no. No. I mean, there's teams that need quarterbacks. There's the Steelers. There's the Colts. We'll but talk why about would them. you get Jordan Love? What, what He hasn't shown anything. He's played one NFL game and the Chiefs defense ate him alive. Yeah, and let's just be real. It's going to be value. I mean, the only backup who might move, and I've heard rumblings like Tyler Huntley might move. He showed enough to maybe get a starting gig somewhere, but not Jordan Love. Jordan Love's just the backup who can't get playing, who basically has not been good enough for Green Bay to be, you know what, we're done with all this. We don't want to pay $50 million a year. We don't want to do all this stuff. We just go. It's over. And he clearly has not been good enough. Clearly they don't like what they see. And fine, man, it happens. It is what it is. Uh, Aaron will be back, and this basically keeps the pack as contender, provided they keep Devontae and some other pieces. Yeah, I agree with that. I You're 100% right. They don't feel comfortable enough going all in with Jordan Love's rookie contract and losing Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. That's just the bottom line. But they're, they're going to go all in. They're going to win the NFC North. I feel bad for Bears, Lions, and Vikings fans. And there's only really three contenders in the NFC, Neil, because guess what? The AFC added another quarterback. <laughs> who are those contenders in the NFC? Who, do you, who would you say those are? I would uh, say for sure the, the it's Ram, Rams, Rams, Packers. Packers. Maybe Cowboys? I don't, yeah, it's the I NFC don't trust them, especially saying they're going to release Amari Cooper or trade yeah. him. Yeah, that's a weird one. And then you have to think about LA. LA's gonna has a lot of talent that's due. Like OBJ is a free agent, Von Miller's a free agent. They have no draft picks, they have no cap space. They're they're interesting. They might not be as good next year. They, maybe like, they really maybe they the threw it all at the wall. Maybe I don't know what, not, who knows. It, it, NFC's really wide open. Unlike, to get to your point, the AFC. Oh my Jesus. So Seattle actually oh, did it. I, the AFC is wide open in a different way. <laughs> they, I did not think Seattle would pull the trigger. And this is probably the dumbest trade I've ever seen. You Ooh. don't trade franchise quarterbacks. We're a year on from, from the Texans giving up DeAndre Hopkins for a running back and a pile of cookies. Oh, my God. I Okay, receivers one thing, Neil. I understand what DeAndre uh-huh. Hopkins is. And he meant a lot to Arizona because they just fell apart when he got hurt. But, but what in the hell? You let, let me be clear that we say on this podcast, when you have a Russell Wilson type of quarterback, you have a chance every year. You just got to build it right. Seattle didn't after the two Super Bowl runs. Not effectively. No, they're, they're, and then you trade, you don't, you get shit back from Denver. So Denver pulls off the blockbuster two first, mm-hmm. I believe it's this year, and next year, two seconds in a fifth. Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, Noah Fan. That's fine. And then the Broncos get Russell Wilson and give up a fourth round pick. But you're telling me that's all you got? I, what yeah the, the the lions got a better trade from the rams i i, I can't neil i, I don't just, look i think this is showing that maybe and maybe there were rumblings of it i'm not as connected into the seattle 
kind of media scene. But this probably just shows that things really went south. It had to. With, with Russell and the Seattle organization. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of is that they had to move him. They just had to. And the Broncos were giving the most because they were like, okay, yeah, he's going to leave either next. Because someone was probably thinking Russ is either going to force his way out or he's going to leave in two years anyway. So why would I pay a premium now? Um, but his contract's yeah. not even that expensive. It's only $20 million in the next yeah, It's two not that bad. That's the Each point. Year. It, it's really not that bad. It. I don't know. This just what reeks a- of Seattle. Seattle just wants to be start over. I mean, they released Bobby Wagner the next, the same afternoon. I mean, Seattle's just, this is Seattle putting up the white flag and saying, Hey, we're rebuilding. Cause after like, la- I mean, we were saying it all during the end of last year, the Seahawks looked like shit. They looked like a team that was dying. I mean, it looked like a team that just the end of an era. And they had, it was um, over. they had an unfortunate break with Russell hurting his finger mm-hmm. in the early part of the season that just derailed their season. But you got DK Metcalf, you got Tyler Lockett. Like, you got to move those pieces. You got to move Chris Carson. Like, they have yeah. too much talent on the offensive side of the ball. That's not the old line, like the skill mm-hmm. position. I, I just, I just I feel know. like it was a very poor decision. I think you trade DK Metcalf for the picks or Tyler Lockett and not Russell. But, well, it's, it's not a matter of like Russell. Like, this is, it, it, Russ comes down to age. Russ is Russ is an older quarterback, relatively. He's been in the league for what, like a decade now? Yeah, it, yeah, he's been in the this league. This will be his tenth season. Yeah, this is his ten years because he came for, in with RG three and Andrew Luck. I remember that draft. The Chiefs took a uh, offensive tackle, like a pick, right before who got Russell cut Wilson. by the Colts. No, not Fisher. Not Fisher. I'm oh, thinking, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm thinking third round. It doesn't matter anyway. But it's just this is Seattle basically going. It's over. Like we just need to. We need to cut our losses. We need to clear the books. We need to get a twenty million dollar contracts big enough. Got to get rid of that. Get rid of the old fat. Cut it out. And they're just. This is a youth movement in Seattle. And that's that's all this says to me. They think there is over now. I think maybe they need to take a. The ownership needs to take a look at John Schneider, and ask, Hey, what the hell have all our draft picks turned into? Uh, nothing. Why the hell did we give up basically this same basically? What they got back for Russell Wilson was what they gave up for Jamal Adams plus a couple of players. So you got to look at that trade as a disaster. And I, I think really Seattle needs a rebuild. And we were saying that last year. And I think they really need to look at Carroll and Schneider. Is it just time for them to go? Because what has Schneider shown you drafting in the last nothing. five, ten years? It's been nothing. Dog shit. shit. They drafted DK Metcalf. Fine. Everybody, blind dog, finds something every now and again. But they just haven't consistently drafted, developed, acquired players in free agency, and you've just watched that roster slowly drift away. Their defense got worse and worse and worse. Their I'll give you an example never of, really of, improved. A, of a good GM, a good drafting GM, and I don't want to be biased here, but it's Chris Ballard. No, Chris Ballard's they a good drafter. They had seven pro bowlers. Only one of them was he didn't draft, and that was DeForest Buckner. Yeah, I mean the that's you're right. Good drafter, John Snyder's not that. And no, you give him all these draft picks, and maybe Seattle fan, you go, look, it was time we're starting over. We got all these draft picks, but you get a number nine and like what a number twenty seven to thirty two next year. Uh, okay, Are, do you have faith that that organization is going to use them properly? And then the quarterback class this year is not very good. 
I would I'll, take a flyer take, on Malik Willis. No, no. There's a couple I take flyers on, but I want an established veteran there with them. Next year's draft might be a little better, and then we get the Bryce Young draft. Yeah. If you're so, Seattle, I would actually, since that team's going to be young and developing anyway, and your O-line's not terrible, it's not I good. would – it's not good. It's not, I said not terrible. I would legitimately at number nine take a thing about Malik Willis. I mean, your team's yeah. young. He, you have you would have good weapons and okay O line, which you can bolster with cap space. He's athletic, super athletic. Mm-hmm. I, I'd take a flyer on him. Yeah, I mean, you that, got Drew Locke. This, they're not a team that's going to be. You're right. If you're a contender, you're looking for an established veteran. This Seattle team without Russ is not a contender. No, they're going to be a bad team looking to build. So go for it to tank for get get Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett or somebody and see if you can't develop your next star of the future and get yeah. some people. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Denver. I I don't want to talk about Denver that yeah, awful we- much. No, hold on, hold on. Not for the reason you th- you're thinking okay. I'm going to. The reason I don't want to talk about Denver as much right now other than saying, great, it's great for Denver, is because we are going to be talking about Denver all off season as a contender going into next season. This has taken them from a fourth place out of the playoffs. Like what were they five and 12 last year? Not good. Yeah. They were not good last year team to a Super Bowl contender. That is what this move has done for Denver. Cause that's what they were missing. I mean, losing Noah fans, not great. But he's going to be a free agent after this year. Shelby Harris isn't ideal, but yet again, older D tackle. They didn't lose that much. They gave up some draft picks, which whatever, but their roster is ready to rumble right oh, now. Yeah. That roster, oh. they have a good, they have an okay offensive line. They have a great receiving core. Their defense can be nasty. They have a great like safety cornerback tandem. And they're about to get Vaughn Miller back, probably. Yeah, they're probably gonna get Vaughn Miller back, who just came off one of the best stretches of his career with the Rams. Yeah, this Denver team is going to be deadly in the AFC next year. So that's that's actually why I'm like, well, we don't need to talk about Denver much now because we will be talking about them when it's like when we do previews. The AFC Denver West might was, be a Super Bowl favorite. I don't AFC, know. The AFC West was already difficult because Denver's roster was so good. How is Derek Carr the worst quarterback in a division? That's inc- I mean, he needs to be a Colt. <laughs> I I'm serious. But I, it's it's incredible. Derek Carr. I mean, the is unanimously the worst quarterback in the AFC West right now, and Derek Carr is a above average to good quarterback. It whoever goes, I, I want to say this, and we'll do a whole preview for the AFC West in the summer. Whoever goes three and enter Thunderdome. Whoever goes three and three in their division, like the division record in the AFC West, will win that division. It's going to be an absolute bloodbath. Every game should be on prime time. It's going to be that good. The Raiders are going to be good. Yeah. We know the Chargers are going to be a little bit better on defense. There's no way they can be any worse. And their offensive line. They've got to get that right side patched exactly. up. Exactly. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. They will mm-hmm. be as long as Mahomes is the quarterback. And they have Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. And that old line's really good. They just got in pretty defense. And now you got the Broncos. Yeah, it's the AFC West is going to be just – Fire and fury. Like, next I want to paint a picture for everybody. And I had to tell Bills fans this at work because they're like, oh, we're fine. No, no, you're not. No team is in AFC. Because guess what? Every team that's going to make the AFC playoffs, except for one team, will have an elite quarterback. 
That one team's coming out of AFC South. Well, just think about it. There's two wild cards now, right? The six and seven seed. Or how many? Sorry, three wild There's cards. Three. There's three wild cards now. Two of those teams could be the loser of the AFC West, which is either a Russell Wilson-led Broncos team. A I'm not probably going to put the Raiders here, to be quite honest with you. I'm not as high on their prospects as you are. But it's either going to be a, a Russell Wilson-led Broncos team, a Patrick Mahomes-led Chiefs team, or a Justin Herbert-led Chargers team. And you're telling me you want to face that in the wild card round? Those would be wild cards. And in your division winners or whoever, one of those three, mm-hmm. Bills, mm-hmm. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow probably, and then or, Lamar, or Jackson Lamar Jackson could be one of those wild cards. Or Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I, and then there's, the token AFC South representative. Yeah, like, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's the AFC is going to be stacked next year. When I said they weren't wide open, I mis- misspoke. The NFC is wide open because I'm not sure who's truly elite over there. The AFC is a problem because I know a couple of teams are elite and it's going to be a bloodbath. Oh, my God. It's going to be great. Yeah. Okay. It's going to so, suck. My blood pressure is going to go way high, but it's fine. So I mentioned AFC South. So the Colts, I couldn't believe this. I was watching the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer. Mm-hmm. And my coworkers goes, Josh, have you not seen the news? And I quit watching. I got done watching it, and I, I saw Carson Wentz get traded to the Washington Commanders. Oh, Washington, why? I celebrated so hard yeah, no as a Colts shit fan. you did. I mean, because, okay. It doesn't wipe away the stink of the original move. But... No, and I wanted to bring it up. Philadelphia fleets the Colts. Now, that first rounder, it could be a dud which whatever the Colts got a third for this year. They pick swap their second. So the Colts move up five spots, which that can be important. Yeah. Can be depending on the talent that's there. And then that the other third round pick could be a second round pick. If Carson Wentz plays 70% of his snaps. Uh, it's a good haul for a player oh who God. I thought would be in the crapper. I mean, God, uh, like, is he today. that much of, of a better quarterback than, Taylor Heineke? I'm not sure he is, Josh. I'm really not sure he I, is. I, the only way I can picture this good for Washington, and we'll get to the Colts on what this, what's next, maybe Carson needs to get away from the Philadelphia tree that he's been under and needs something completely fresh and new. Because think about Philly, he had, he had um, Doug Peterson, Frank Wright, goes to the Colts, he has Frank Wright. I don't think that is going to be the case. That's like my best case scenario for Washington fans because, oh, my dear Jesus, they took his full contract. I think that's the thing people really need to understand. They took all of his remaining contract. The Colts now have $70 million available this offseason. Nothing to spend it on. Oh, no, they could. I I have like a brilliant plan. You have a brilliant plan. Okay, I have such a brilliant plan. First, before we get to your brilliant plan, first let's get to the uh, the commanders side of this. Still can't get over that name change. Oh, who is, there, who is their who is their offensive lineman? Offensive coordinator. It's not good. I'll tell no, you that much. Coordinator. I want to see who the coordinator is. Um, Turner. Ron Rivera is their head coach, which <laughs> is whatever. Yeah, I, I, I like. I, I, I like their like like reference. Ron. I like Turner. I mean, oh, he's North Turner's son. Oh, oh no. 
Oh, dude, it's a West Coast system, baby. <laughs> like, Terry McLaurin, really good receiver. They have a good running back. He deserves what? better. <laughs> okay, but, sorry. Let's just be honest, though. They had Jonathan Taylor with that mm-hmm. uh, an above-average offensive line. I will not call them elite because Eric Fisher brought it down so hard last year. And thank God he's gone. The Colts released him. But you had Jonathan Taylor, who was an MVP candidate. Michael Pittman turned into a not a true number one, but he can be a number one if he keeps developing. And you're telling me you couldn't do anything? I okay. But like no 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 no. Like Frank Wright's one of the best offensive play callers in the league. We have seen it now with four different quarterbacks. It's about to be five. And you can't Philip Rivers got that team to the playoffs. Yeah, his old decrepit ass did. That's why this is a terrible trade for Washington. It's absolutely awful. I just, I don't understand the logic here. They still have Fitzpatrick, right? In theory. They have Taylor Heineke, who's been a serviceable starter. This this, this screams of a Dan Snyder move. I mean, it just screams of a Dan Snyder move. We couldn't get Russell Wilson, probably because Russ didn't want to go there. And then they didn't wait for Jimmy? Like, you couldn't get Jimmy? Hold on. Hold on, let me get let me try and sneak okay, into sorry, the line of sorry. Snyder here. They, you missed on so Roger stayed, so you couldn't get him. You didn't get Russ because probably he didn't want to go there. So you're like, okay, we got it. I, I we need a new quarterback. That's all he's focused. It's all he's been focused on for a while now. We need a new quarterback. We need a quarterback. We need a quarterback. So in his head, there's a team offering a former number two overall pick. Someone who was an MVP candidate at some point in his career. He was on a good team last year. And that's what Snyder sees. He wants that former, like, oh, we had a former first round pick. We had a former, yeah, yeah. Not, oh, it was Tom Brady's backup has played okay. I didn't know. It's a former first round pick. He wants the prestige. He wants desperately to have an elite quarterback. And sometimes Carson shows the traits of that. And you can get bought up in it. And and everyone thinks they can fix the first round pick. So I think that's that's what Snyder's thinking. I think any reasonable GM would have taken that call from the Colts. Like, (laughs) no. I think the Colts had a legit shot of fixing him, and then I'm saying that before the season, Mm -hmm. and the season happened. And I was on the record. I thought he could be the guy. He played well enough, and you acknowledge he was playing well enough. That like they can bring him back for one more year, and then his contract's voidable. And then he did the shit he did. If you'll remember, my main tenor of the season was, yeah, he's doing well enough now, but what happens when bad Carson shows up? It was bad, and that there's no excuse. Yeah, there's no, there's no excuse. You have a great head coach mm-hmm. who's an elite play caller. Mm-hmm. You have an elite running back with a mm-hmm. really good offensive line. You have a really, you have Michael Pittman, who was open a lot. You have Naheem Hines, who's a dynamic runner and pass catcher. Jack Doyle was still serviceable. T.Y. Hilton was still serviceable. Like, 
Yeah. It, it, look, man, the failings of Carson Wentz are numerous. Our, our podcast is not supposed to be a narrative podcast. There's a wonderful season long through line of your ebbs and flows with Carson Wentz. <laughs> it was really, it was really, it was a really character arc of like, good, 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 really buying in. And then the redemption arc realized he was who you thought he was. There, we're been. not a narrative podcast, but we have those through lines throughout the season. But it's, I like this for, for the Colts. If you don't get somebody this year, which you might, just tank the year. Suck for Bryce. Bryce Young's not. Is Bryce Young next year or the no? Nope, he was a true freshman. Oh, he's a true, true freshman. Who would yep. be coming out? Who would be coming out as any good next? It year? doesn't matter. It, it's everybody's going to wait for Bryce Young. Yeah, so sucking next year is not the good one. In two years, <laughs> um, I, don't I, just, know. I haven't can... done enough research to know who's who would be available in next year's draft. I just know Bryce Young's in two years. Yeah, Bryce Young is the big name that's going to be. On everybody's lips. I'm sorry. It's been a long day. So I'm not really sure what Tennessee does. Or Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee keeps. Well, Tennessee doesn't have a quarterback <laughs> yeah, exactly. problem. Indy, I'm not sure what Indy does here. I, I have. Saying, I, I, I have. I'm though. pretty sure they're going to try and get Garoppolo. And if you go, we've got to get rid of Carson Wentz to get a new quarterback. Who are we going to bring in? How about Jimmy Garoppolo? It's the yeah. same quarterback. I would argue he is and isn't. He's less Jimmy's less athletic, so he doesn't have the chance. Doesn't have that tendency to do the I run around for twenty seconds and throw a pick. No, Jimmy has the I'm just going to waft the ball over the middle for no reason and hope it doesn't get picked. Oops. He does do that, but if you get the ball out quick, he's fine. I don't. I just looked up his contract. He's got one more year, and he's a UFA. So you could take a flyer, as long as the draft capital is not a lot. I think if you could give up a second rounder for him, sure, why not? However, this is what I would do. And I Please. am not a GM. Weave your tail. I would draft one of these guys. Okay. Like uh, Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell. Okay. Carson Strong. Okay. Okay. Hear me out. Go get Teddy. Let's just be real about Teddy. He's not a franchise guy anymore. Yes, that's true. He may win you a game or two, maybe. But guess what? He doesn't – he takes layups. Philip Rivers took Frank Wright's layups. And they got to the playoffs and damn near beat Buffalo in Orchard Park. I think that is good enough. And then you can see if this quarterback's it, and if it's not, you draft it. You, you get your first the following year. And if there's a guy you like, go all in on that rookie quarterback. Yeah, right? Teddy would be a decent stopgap, which is yeah, exactly, exactly what he is at this point in his career. I, I'm not sure he'd be great, but... No, but he you, you just get the ball to Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines. You get the ball in their hands and Michael Pittman. But you got to go get a left tackle because mm-hmm. Eric Fisher's gone, which, thank God, he was not good. And I feel bad for him, but the Achilles injury did him dirty. They need to go get another wide receiver. They might bring T.Y. Hilton back. It sounds like he wants to come back. Reggie Wayne's going to be the wide receiver coach. We'll see on that front. Then we then you got to go get an edge rusher, like an elite one. Like you got paid. Yeah. I was going to say you have. I was about to say, where's all this money? Like, oh, you have seventy mil under the seventy cap, mil. So you could get all the and then go get J.C. Jackson because the Patriots are letting them walk. Um. 
JC Jackson, Jackson, the Patriots have landed him. No, no, I understand that. I'm thinking the, uh, scheme wise. JC Jackson's more of a man guy, though. I don't you guys care. play a bunch of zone. But uh, they got Gus Bradley. He'll make it work. Oh, that's right. You did get Gus Bradley, who's also a zone guy. I don't care. JC Jackson's that good. You can't let him. You, oh, if you can okay. get JC Jackson and put him next to Rocky Steen, who really developed, make Rock your second corner and JC the, the like the guy covers the top receiver. Uh-huh. It'll work because they get Julian Blackman back next season. I know it was an Achilles injury, but he should come back fine. Talking on Major Wood. I love Julian Blackman. Go use. That would be my plan for the Colts, but we'll just see. I mean, yeah, I, well, we'll see. I'm not quite sure what they do. I think they might take a serious flyer on Garoppolo. Because I, I agree. A lot of teams think they can be the one to make him good. But the Steelers, the Steelers might go in on Garoppolo too. They need a quarterback. <laughs> So love to see that anyway. So that's the quarterback news so far. Uh, let's just quickly go through the head coaches, uh, the new NFL head coaches. Kevin O'Neill, the former offensive coordinator for the Rams, is now the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. Congratulations. Yeah, Kevin, o- Kevin O'Connell in the read the room hire of the year because it was right after the Flores thing came out. And they were like, we're hiring Kevin O'Connell, the OC of the like, oh, guys, guys, wrong time, wrong time. Wait, wait. Wait till the heat dies down. Wait till the heat dies down. Uh, The Bears hired former defense coordinator Matt Eberflus from the Colts. Have fun with that one. I don't think he's a good coach. Tampa 2. Brian Dayball is the new head coach of the New York football Giants. He was offense coordinator to Bills. We'll see if they keep. Do you see they want to bring in Trubisky now that Dayball's there? Apparently, over Daniel Jones. (laughs) Look, say what you know about Jones. Trubisky's not an upgrade. Okay, I have a legit question. Yeah. If Daniel Jones is available, do the Colts try and go get him? Uh, I, mm, that's interesting. I would take a flyer. Yeah. If they're truly like second rounder, Daniel Jones era, uh, second round. Yeah. I take a, I, take a I think the Colts or Steelers should really give him a fun. good offensive line for once in his life. See what he's like, got. I think he can be good. I've been on this podcast saying he is not good. But to be fair to him, he has not had weapons. He has not had a rece- he's not had a good offensive line. And Barkley is now not the same. Mm-hmm. You have Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, another receiver in that old line. Yeah, I'd I take a flyer on Jones. Actually, that'd be a good pick. Anyway. I don't think it'll happen. I think the Giants will actually give Jones a chance with an actual coach and not Joe Judge. Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, Nathaniel Thackett, former offense coordinator for the Packers, is now the head coach of the Super Bowl contending Denver Broncos. Oh, right before the Russell Wilson news broke when the Rodgers thing first hit, I was like, <laughs> I was joking like, oh yeah, and the Broncos have released Nathaniel Hackett as the <laughs> as the head coach of the Denver Broncos. Failed to meet expectations, but yeah, that has worked out. I wonder if their defense is going to take a step back without a. It could. Banjo is a great defensive Bangio, coordinator. Yeah. Great defensive coordinator. Echo, stop. Sorry, damn Alexis. Um. Josh McDaniels, excuse me, I skipped one. Doug Peterson, the former head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, takes over Jacksonville. I find this one interesting. I think it could work Mm -hmm. because I think Carson just regressed that hard on them. But I'd be nervous if I was a Jags fan. I would be cautiously optimistic. Okay. He did some good things with the Eagles. He took some really beaten to shit Eagles teams, one to the Super Bowl, another couple to the playoffs. 
he, he did some good things. Clearly the rift between management and Carson and him really widened. And that's not something you want to hear about your head coach and quarterback, but he did show some good coaching. My big concern with the Jaguars is I don't think you're going to get better until Trent Baalke's gone. So oh, God. what does it matter? No, I agree. I mean, for God's sakes, they took Travis Etienne in the first round. Oh, one of the I, I like Travis and Clemson, but he was a third round talent, maybe fourth. You don't take running backs in the first round. Yeah, don't do that. The Chiefs did it, and they're still ruining that because they still just decide not to use him. That's just don't take a running back in the first round. They're not worth it anymore. Josh McDaniels gets his second, (laughs) technically his third coaching job. Hey, coaching job, Uh, asshole. Uh, He is now with the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, God. Um, Uh, Sure. Good luck, guys. Yeah. uh, It should have been, um, well, oh, my God. Who is the special team? Rich Sirianni. No, Bacasia. Bacasia. Yes, the, the guy who's the interim last year. Yeah, he did yeah. a good job. I, I now, to be fair, I wasn't inspired by the way his Raiders played, so I do understand wanting to get a more entrenched OC. Yeah, uh, more entrenched head coach. I mean, but I don't know, man. I, I still remember Josh Daniels, and it's been a long time since this, but I still remember his Broncos teams just being a. And then he hot said mess. yes to the Colts and renamed it. I yeah. He, he can get apt as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Mike McDaniel with the Dolphins, former OC for the Niners. I love this hire. Yeah, I, I'm not sure to think of it, to be quite honest. I'm not sure they have the infrastructure right now to run the whole uh, Shanahan zone read scheme, but it'll be interesting. I think he was definitely a coach on the rise, so I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. Yep, and then the last one is Dennis Allen taking over for the Saints. He was their yeah, defense coordinator. That's a layup because their defense has been so good the last couple of years. So good. So good. Uh, franchise tags. Neil mentioned Devontae Adams. Uh, I'm not going to go into the money. That's irrelevant. Buccaneers got Chris Godwin. I thought he'd be gone, but I respect the uh, franchise tagging him. That one makes sense because you want to – Chris Godwin, when, when he's healthy, is an elite number one receiver, and yep. he just tore his ACL really late in the season. So you kind of – you don't know what he is. And if you're the fucking Nears, you don't want to necessarily lose him, but you also kind of see what he's still got after the ACL. So I get that one. Yep. Uh, Bengals kept uh, Jesse Bates safety. It's good. Yeah. Your Chiefs kept Orlando Brown tackle. If they don't sign him to a long-term, I'll be surprised. Jaguars, surprising move. Offensive tackle Cam Robinson. They're probably not going to go tackle now in the draft. Well, they still can. They need another one. Is he? You're really gonna put that dude from Bama on the right side? Better. He's I a left something. tackle. Okay, you can do something. <laughs> that only needs a lot of work. Do something. Dolphins kept Mike Kaseki. Excuse me, Kaseki. Yeah, Kaseki. Yeah, that's good move. Cowboys keeping Dalton Schultz on the franchise is a smart move. And then a lot of tight ends on the so far. Tags. And then the Browns kept David Joku. Uh, we mentioned also about Bobby Wagner being released by Seahawks. End of an era, it, man. Yeah, this gone. And then AJ Klein got released by the Bills, which is kind of surprising, but hey, whatever. Okay, yeah. Uh, so well, linebacker's up, not important anymore. That's that's the rub. You can get a lot of scrubs in there and generally be okay. So we have talked about point spread, bets, and stuff. I want to let you know on a secret, people. Professional athletes. And sometimes even people that work for sports teams have to sign non-disclosure agreements that they cannot bet on their sport. 
or bet at all. Calvin Ridley, wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons, bet $1,500 on the Falcons. He had a three, five, and eight leg parlays. <laughs> bet $1,500 and got suspended indef- indefinitely and lost $11 million. I'll tell you what, Neil, I've lost some bets, but I never lost that much money. <laughs> I mean, Oh, man. Poor, oh. I don't know. It's kind of a weird gray area, though, because he wasn't with the team. I know he was still under contract before he said anything. I know he's still under contract, but he wasn't with the team. He wasn't doing anything. So that's a little bit of a gray area. But yeah, man, you can't, you can't keep the ammo on oh, games. You can't do that. And also, no. you can't bet on the Falcons. Jesus, you play for them. You should know that. Yeah. God. So bad. I mean, a lot of teams wanted him. And good on the Falcons knowing this was happening. And they didn't trade him. Good on. I know. Him. I heard that story where teams were calling about, "Hey, what about Calvin Ridley?" And I just imagine Cal- the, the Falcons going, "You, you don't, you don't want it. <laughs> you don't respect on that." Yeah. And then uh, Neil, the final thing, Yay. USFL spring football. So, um, Neil, tell the people who we are adopting, and we, we will are- be fair to them when they play like crap and when they play like when they play good. Well, that's because we are ride or die New Orleans Breakers fans. Uh, their uniforms are dope, and that is my only criterion for rooting for that team. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else, what else to say much about the USFL. They had their big draft a while ago, and oh. there's some names I know. Hi, Chase Linton. I remember you on the Chiefs as a deep, deep backup quarterback. But it's a bunch. I'll be honest with you, it's a bunch of guys I know very little about, or we're kind of mid-tier NFL players. I can't really go with the roster. But I think it'll be fun, especially since they'll have just a whole bunch of free airtime to themselves with no other competing leagues. This will work better than the AAF. They, I wish that league would have worked. Oh, mainly because they had a team in Salt Lake City when I was living there. That was awesome. The Salt Lake Stallions, great logo. Oh, great logo and colors too. Oh my god! Anyway, you're a Breakers fan because they have the Salt Lake Stallions. No, 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 no. Because you said we're riding with them, and I love the uniforms as much as you do. And I said, let's go. There we go. So, um, I think the USFL will be successful. I'd be curious to see if the XFL actually goes next year, and we have two spring leagues because I don't think that's sustainable. So we'll just see. But um, first week is uh, April 16th, so we're about a month away. Most games are going to be on Fox, NBC, Peacock, USA, or FS1. So you'll be able to watch them. Anything's on Peacock. Huh? God forbid it's only on Peacock. Yeah, I mean, I have Peacock, and I got to keep it. I can't get rid of it. So uh, first game is April 16th. It'll be the New Jersey Generals at the Birmingham Stallions. That's at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Every game is going to be at the Birmingham Stallions, technically. Technically. Uh, Houston Gamblers at Michigan Panthers, April 17th. That's at noon. Philadelphia Stars at New Orleans Breakers, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern. These are all Eastern. And then Tampa Bay Bandits at the Pittsburgh Maulers at 8 p.m. So, again, we'll talk about this as we go on. And then another key fact, if you like to bet, FanDuel said that you'll be able to bet on these games as their plan. So, hey, you do you on that one. Bet responsibly, gamble responsibly on that one. But, uh, yeah, Neil, a lot to unpack there. And uh, we'll probably be back next week because uh, the new league year starts and probably more crap's going to happen. But the big one's happened. That's why we waited until now. The last mm-hmm. one's probably Jimmy Garoppolo. 
and maybe Christian McCaffrey or Deshaun Watson. I can't see Deshaun getting traded. I, I just can't. What team would take that risk? Well, we'll see how the grand jury goes on Friday. Yeah. That's going to be spicy. Well, we'll see, see what happens. happens. Yep. The only thing you got you want to add? No, just excited for the USFL, honestly. Um, it'd be nice to see in their spring football league. And uh, God, the offseason's long. It is. It always feels longer than the other ones. Really does. It does. Well, Except baseball. Baseball's gonna be two years. <laughs> Baseball's gonna feel real long. Um, but to get you through to the USFL, I have one suggestion. Okay. College basketball. It's March. If you're not watching conference tournaments right now, if you're not gonna watch the NCAA tournament, I'm doing this broadcast right now. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Neil turns and runs to the TV. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening the whole season. This is the start of season two for us. We're going to do another year, bring you everything, and this is just for fun. You can't stop us. Nope. And um, we'll maybe do an episode next week. Neil's coming here for the NCAA tournament. That's in Buffalo. Might do it together. We'll just we'll see what happens. Um, but we'll have another episode before the USFL season. And probably some more off-season news. Um, you can find us on most podcast platforms. It's Apple, Google, and Spotify. Which Spotify wasn't working the other day. I noticed that. Um, so, and then you can find us on Twitter at TTSF underscore podcast. My handle is jackins93. And Neil? I'm at Futurama42. So, thank you for listening. Please share with your friends. Subscribe. Uh, we Yes, we are still planning to test out a live stream during a usfl game that is not maybe we should do it with the new orleans breakers we'll think about it we'll on that one but we're, we're, we're we want to possibly do a live stream with it so until then have a great day and uh we'll just keep waiting for uh football ah.